Change, you filthy animal. Kaboom! What is up? Welcome to the debut episode of Kaboom! Pop culture for dummies. So you probably have a lot of questions like, uh, for example, what is this show? And why are we doing another show? And please stop making new shows. And where do, where do babies come from? Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> all these answers, all these questions are going to be answered on this episode. But... Before I answer those questions, I don't want to sit here and talk about that. I want to introduce the peeps, the people on this show. So first, due, I'm just, my name's Tim, by the way. You should know me. Uh, but secondly, I'm going to bring in everyone's favorite little mushroom. <laughs> and one of our experts for tonight, his name is Dr. Lufenstein. Uh, spooky guacamole. That's a good guacamole. Mm-hmm. How are you, man? Yeah, are you ready right. for another show? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but this this is like the first time ever that you're not the dummy. Uh I'm not a genius <laughs> at Star Wars. You're smarter than me. Like I've had sex before. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you've heard from me and you've heard from Mushroom, but I've definitely saved the best for last. Joining us on this uh little experiment on this new type of show, we have the expert of all things pop culture. And if you're an old school Horror for Dummies fans, you may remember this guy from a little segment called Paley's Musical Minute. Please welcome back again, Mr. Christopher Paley. Oh, yeah, G'day. Are you, are you annoyed that I talked over your intro? No. Yeah, it's okay. That. You have one. <laughs> also, I've had sex at least three times. <laughs> I got proof. <laughs> exactly. Bailey, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a minute since you've been on a podcast. Is this is this surreal for you right now? Are you feeling a bit weird? Yeah, it takes me back. I mean, you don't let me on Hover for Dummies. Like four years <laughs> of of a, of a podcast, you know, friends for how long and never get invited on. <laughs> you, you can always ask. Don't make me the bad guy. <laughs> All right. All right. So we've said our introductions. We know who we are. You guys, basically, you guys are the experts on the show, and I, I'm the dummy. So I guess I should explain what this show is and how this show came about. So basically, the month right now is January, as everyone knows. We were recording on January 7th or something like that. It's like the first week of January, whatever. And every week and every month, of January, I try to watch something non-horror, you know, to catch up and, and see what's going on, because January is usually the dumping ground of of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try and catch up on what's the in thing. So, for example, last year I did the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. This year, uh, I wanted to do something that I've been meaning to do for a long time, and that's Star Wars, the Star Wars Universe. But the the problem is I wasn't born into these movies. I didn't grow up watching Star Wars. So basically I'm stupid 
and I need things explained to me. I'll agree. So I <laughs> I gathered some friends who who know what they're talking about, some experts, as you will, and boom or kaboom in this case, pop culture for dummies is born. Why are you guys laughing? You talking behind my back? No, I'm not saying no, nothing. You think that one? Please right. continue your kaboom. <laughs> my boss blue. So apparently, <laughs> I, I, I left it. I left it to you, man, to decide what order we do these Star Wars films, and you picked for us to do um, Episode Four first. Basically, how they were released. Is there any reason? Is there any method to your madness? Um, uh, it's one of those questions that, like, it's 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 a big deal for people that are kind of into it, just because. Okay, like. It makes sense to sort of watch them one through nine, because um, that's the order the story's told in. So, you but yep. rela- I think release order is better for a couple of reasons. Um, first, being just the date of them, like as good as they are for seventies movies, they're not. It's quite still a seventies movie, yeah, it's, with some two thousand sprinkled in there. Yeah, so I think you get a better sort of like you don't want to be like halfway through movies that came out like in the last 20 years and then be like oh, and I'm gonna jump 40 years ago and watch three movies and then two movies that came out three years ago. I just feel like it's a bit jarring to do it that way it's probably better I get you. have it progress as the technology progresses you go, uh, go through it and the other reason is I think the having the mystery of the sort of backstory that the prequel trilogy fills in is also I just think it's narratively probably better mm-hmm to have, yeah. I think one of the best things about this movie that we'll probably get to is that it doesn't answer a lot of questions. It's just like, it just says stuff. And it's just like, you just jump in and you just, we're not going to explain that. That's We're just going to reference something. And, and you're kind yeah, of like, like wait, what? I, I want to know. I want to know this, this the backstory for these characters. And I think it's just a more enjoyable way to watch them. Yeah, like a lot of shit will be just like a fucking throwaway line that they say. And it's like, oh, there's like fucking 12 books on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like how many movies are there in the uh, world no <laughs> at least 100 i reckon <laughs> in the star wars universe oh so there is there's nine definitely nine in the <laughs> in the nine i guess the skywalker saga right. then there's fuck off cat and then there's what is it, two standalone movies there's a clone wars movie yeah the... Is that Clone Wars movie animation? Yeah. Yeah, and that leads into the Clone Wars TV series. But the, it started off as a movie. So there's 12 movies and then a couple of series, more series being made. Does a Christmas special count? Oh, uh, yeah. Not. There's there's an anthology as well. I don't know which one that is, but... Yeah. There's a lot. What is this about a Christmas special? I've been hearing people say it's horrible. Is that true? I've never actually seen it. I've never seen it either. We should find oh, it okay. and watch it. So standalone movies is that like um, what's it called the Ewoks movie is it Caravan of Courage or something like that? No, I was thinking of there's there's Rogue One which happens between three and four and sets up sort of the events of A New Hope, and yep. there's oh. a there's a solo sort of like prequel like, oh, like okay adventure. There's a question I hope you ask and I can be like, well, that's a whole fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> So, okay, so you're, you're basically, yeah. <laughs> you're basically the boss. You you decide what movies we're doing and where. Um, so 
Or how many at, movies... at home, I reckon. Probably Best Buy. <laughs> Shut up. How many, like, how many movies and, and where we're going to watch them? Like, fuck off, Luffy. I know what you're thinking. Right now. <laughs> Catch. But how many Star Wars movies do you think we should do to get me, like, I'm not an expert, to, to hold a conversation? I think just the, the Skywalker saga is enough. I think everything else on top of that is just... Gravy. Yeah. So it, as good as some like- of the TV series are, yep. you, can, you can leave, I think you can probably leave them for a while. But I think so, we should definitely do the nine movies. Yep. So you don't think we'll worry about the the solo movie and the... Well, we'll see how we go. <laughs> you might yeah. get through the nine movies and be like, fuck, I hate lightsabers and space lasers and fucking <laughs> the force and shit. Can we not? Okay. But if you're keen to do more, then there's like more stuff we can dip into. Hmm. Because to be honest, my... I grew up, obviously, if you've listened to Horror for Dummies, I grew up on a healthy diet of horror films. Um, but there was actually Jeez, one movie that... <laughs> there was one movie that my dad did have on VHS, and it was Caravan of Courage, the Ewoks movie. Hells, yeah. Is that on Disney Plus? Do you know? Don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because there was one scene in that movie, I remember it's this big, huge demon dog or something like that. I remember just being mesmerized by that scene so i kind of want to revisit that yeah we can definitely try and find it okay we'll get to it all right so you made us watch no not um, hamish and andy's caravan of courage (laughs) (laughs) you made us us watch um you made us watch part four uh a new hope and before before we delve into the actual review, I just want to explain what I knew about Star Wars before going into this, and I didn't really know much. I, I mean, I have seen some of the films. I've seen um, Episode One, the, the the original trilogy from the seventies and eighties. I have seen one of them, and I can't remember what. But there were scenes that I have seen. Um, I can't remember if I've seen this movie in full before, but I have seen scenes from it. If that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, obviously, I know some of the characters from Star Wars. I obviously know Yoda and things like that. Beyond that, I, I don't really know much. I didn't. If, if someone came up to me and said, "Do you know the story of Star Wars?" I explain what the general plot is. I, I wouldn't. I'd be like, "Yep, there's lightsabers and Darth Vader breathes heavy." That's <laughs> that's it. I wouldn't be able to tell you much more. So that's cool. That's basically what I knew going into this movie. Now you got us watching. Uh, the first of this series. Um, so why don't we just delve into the, the review of it? Yes, please. Um, why don't we watch the trailer? We can watch the trailer while the rest of the people listen to the trailer. Yeah? Yeah. Awkward silence. Watch, listen to the trailer. <laughs> Luke Skywalker was just a farm boy until he received a mysterious message from a princess. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's beautiful. Star Wars, starring Mark Hamill. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Harrison Ford. Boring conversation anyway. I think we took a wrong turn. Carrie Fisher. Good luck. Alec Guinness. You can't win, Darth. 
If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. 20th Century Fox presents the most extraordinary motion picture of all time, Star Wars. Here's where the fun begins. No legendary adventure of the past could be as exciting as this romance of the future. Here they come. May the Force be with you in Star Wars. theme is like iconic pretty much i mean who doesn't know the theme of star wars and when i was watching this movie th- <laughs> it's a twofold joke <laughs> uh when i was watching this movie like obviously like the, the, the it starts straight away and the theme hits and obviously i know who made the theme john yeah john williams is the composer um he if you don't know who John Williams is, he also he's done basically every cool theme ever made. Um, but he did like my favorite film of all time, which is Jaws. He and phoned, the he theme for Jaws, and he's like, uh, yeah, "That's the least work I can do." It's like, oh, a minor <laughs> yeah, second, but, literally the like, but it, smallest interval of notes. That'll do. <laughs> but it's like so powerful, and it got me thinking. And I, and I want honest answers here, okay? Okay. What is more iconic? What is better known, more iconic? The Star Wars theme or the Jaws theme? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Because I was I was honestly, I was thinking that myself, and I'm trying not to be biased here, thinking like, oh yeah, Jaws is my favorite, so it's definitely the Jaws theme. But like, if you play the Jaws theme to a random, and then you play this, like, and then you play the Star Wars theme, what are the, like, what are they going to name I, more? I feel like internationally, Star Wars is bigger. Yeah? And it's in, like, every mm. fucking Star Wars movie. Like, Star Wars made, like, a like episode... JJ made, like, a bajillion dollars. Force Awakens is the highest grossing. Yeah. That's episode um, JJ. Episode JJ yeah. first. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I would say... I would say the Star Wars theme. It's but the second highest grossing franchise of all time. What's the first? Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like oh, all, yeah, like if you count all twenty three movies. Yeah, okay, but that's uh, got more movies. True, it's also yeah. made twice as much money. So it's like if you made another ten Star Wars movies, would you get there? I don't know. Give it time. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's 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 the thing. Like okay, Star Wars theme, yes, iconic, but only limited to Star Wars. With the Jaws theme, you hear it in like fucking everything. Like even like like. TV shows they put the Jaws theme when something's coming to get something you know I'll see it's in like so you think it's like more embedded in the zeitgeist kind of thing yeah I think if I think you'd probably if if someone like started just like like you'd be like oh that's Jaws but like if you hear that opening note of the Star Wars one you might not (laughs) that's that's exactly what I mean it'll be I mean yeah, because the like donut is the entire theme, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know, that's an interesting 
Well, it's right, not. So, it gets, starts going like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Luffy, you're going with Star Wars. I'm taking Jaws. What about you, Paley? Uh, I actually think Jaws might be. Fuck you, I'm going home. <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. I'm gonna post this on the um, on the Horror for Dummies Facebook group as a poll, and I wanna, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what people think. So we'll we'll, we'll hold on to that. We'll talk about that um, on the next episode. But okay, hang on, so, hear me out. And I'm sure we'll probably talk about score later. But I also feel like Star Wars is hampered by the fact that there's multiple themes for different characters. Like Luke's got his own theme, and Vader's got his own theme. Whereas like I can't recall a single other thing from um, the Jaws sort of besides also, the sort of initial sort of theme whereas I've got a whole double LP of body Star Wars songs yeah Star Wars has its own musical genre as well <laughs> does it? yeah Jizz what? what's it called? Jizz Jizz? uh huh <laughs> what do you mean it's called Jizz? it's called Jizz <laughs> I don't know if you're taking the piss right now I'm Will not you? taking the piss I'm the. You can't be mean to the dummy. What? <laughs> no, I promise you. What? You know how they like go into the cantina and shit, and they got those weird dudes playing that music. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The genre I mean... of that music is called jizz. <laughs> Fun fact. Who fucking jazz. named that? The cantina band is Figure and Dan and the Modal Nodes. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who named that genre jizz? George Lucas, because he's heaps funny. <laughs> so- all right, fuck okay. That blew me away. All right, um, question. I was going on IMDb, um, just researching things about this movie. Um, and, and on IMDb, it's called Star Wars Episode 1V, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Was this originally, like, titled that, or was it just Star Wars? It was no, just Star that Wars. No, that was added later. Okay, okay. So, so another question. In like, I don't know if they... I think it was the 90s. I did, I did oh. look that up. It must have been okay. before... I mean, episode one came out in like 98, 99, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that okay. that subtitle was added later. But I can't remember okay. the exact year. But it was later. So when the next one came out, it wasn't episode five or, or part two or something like that. Uh... It was released as episode five. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. I think Star Wars was the only one that had a retro name change. Okay, all right. Because if you look at the original poster, it's just it just says Star Wars. Uh, thing is, like Lucas was fleshing things out and sort of like as he went, he's like, and he was shelved ideas for later, and like his initial treatment had Mace Windu or a variant of that name. Well yeah, before the episode fucker. one, huh, but we'll okay. get to that. That's he's a character. Don't worry. So, don't concern yourself. Yeah. So when when this came out, was it just Star Wars or was it Star Wars and New Hope? It was, it was just, just Star, Star Wars. Wars. So where when did the New Hope part come in? Uh, I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to touch my computer in case I break it again. So you can look it up. For- but, uh, 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 a New Hope being added in 1981. Thanks, Wikipedia. No, I thought it was in the 90s. I was close. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It's wow. only four years. So I guess yeah. as soon as he decided to make five and six. Yeah. So I guess he already like he had he already had ideas for like prequel stuff. So from and, 78 to 81, it was just Star Wars. 
Okay, okay. So, so when when this came out, did do you know if he had ideas to make sequels and, and turn this thing into what it's become now? Uh, apparently, I was reading a lot of it on Wikipedia today, just to brush up on some of the sort of behind the scenes stuff. Like I know a lot about the universe, but not necessarily the making of. And um, yep. it seemed like th- like seems like his story kind of changes a little bit depending on when the interview happened. But yeah, for for the most part, he he had a pretty big idea of of where this could go, and he, he had okay. the idea kicking around for a long time anyway. So he wasn't, for example, like Wes Craven with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Wes Craven never ever wanted to make sequels. It was a one and done type thing. With George Lucas, was this a one and done thing, or was he kind of all right with the ideas of sequels? I think he was all right with the idea of sequels. I think it's like Back to the Future, where that movie is written as a trilogy. It's like, whereas it's not like we'll make one and we'll see what happens. And oh, I was commercially okay. successful. Let's make more. I think he. As far I once heard that the reason he did started with a new hope was because as a as a story it is the best standalone story. Like if you'd never made any of the other ones, it stands alone by itself pretty well, with a beginning, yeah, middle, okay. end, and everything, and it wraps up with a nice little bow. Yeah. Um. So as far as I know, he, like he had other ideas that he wanted to explore, but I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, like, I'm probably getting it all wrong. <laughs> that's cool that's cool alright well let's let's start with the actual review on on this show sure. um, so obviously Star Wars from 1977 mm-hmm. um, episode 1V A New Hope as we just said uh, do I really need to explain what this movie is about actually let, let, let's just do it let's read what IMDB says about this movie so sure. The plot summary is Luke Skywalker joins forces with a Jedi Knight a cocky pilot a Wookiee and two droids to save the galaxy from the Empire's world-destroying ba- battle station, while also attempting to rescue Princess Leia from the mysterious, <laughs> mysterious Darth Vader. Why is he mysterious? Because at this point he's mysterious. We don't know anything about him. He's just a weird dude in a black suit that's... and a weird helmet. All right, fine. That's a good point. Association <laughs> fetish. Um, yeah. <laughs> this stars Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Harrison Ford as Han Solo, yeah, Carrie does. Fisher as Princess Leia Organa. Yep. I didn't Organa. know she had a last name. Sure mm-hmm. does. Huh. Um, Alex Guinness as Ben Obi-Wan Kenobi. Alec. Peter Cushing. I didn't fucking know Peter Cushing was in this movie. But he's Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, he is. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yep, that right. Yeah, he fucking crushes it. We'll get to him in a second. Peter Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing is one of the big names in British horror movies. So that was a bit of a surprise for me. Um, I didn't know that. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Kenny Baker as R2-D2. Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. Daniel Prowse as Darth Vader. That's it. I'm not going to do any more. Okay. like the main people. No, it's not. You skipped James L. Jones. So Prowse is in the suit. Yeah, but he's like the iconic voice. voice. Okay, fine. James L. Jones as Darth Vader's voice. And he's all like and Simba. Is he even <laughs> casted? Because I can't find him here on the... He's like 8th build or whatever it is. Like, he's, he's behind prose or whatever. Oh, on, I was on Wiki, he is. Wikipedia. Oh, okay, I can't find him on IMDb. Mm. He's there somewhere. <laughs> sure. Probably. Um, Okay, ah, uh, yeah, this is directed and written by George Lucas, but I'm sure you already know that. I okay, knew that. So, <laughs> so, 
So, who are we going to go first? I'll, I'll save my thoughts for last. Uh, let's go with L- Luffy. You Tell us your thoughts on Star Wars and New Hope. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, it's just... It's so weird to review it. Um, like, it's just kind of a movie that's always been there, if that makes sense. Yep. Like, I've seen it so many times. I, like, when we had the video shop, we had the old the old VHS copies, so I, like, saw the good version a bunch. And then when mm. the re-releases happened, what was it, like, 90-something? I think it's lighter than that. There's a, the super special edition, the the pretty much the one that you can watch now. Mm. I thought it was two thousand, but yeah, I've been I've been wrong before. So it's just I don't know. It's it's always been there. It's this one's always been my least favorite of the original three. Oh, okay. Um, but that said, I still think it's great. Why? Sorry, just to cut you off. Why is it your least favourite in reason? Um, I think Empire's the best. I have a super soft spot for, for Jedi, because that's, like, the first one I had, like, at VHS, like, of my own. Okay, yep. And so I watched the fuck out of it. I like the Ewoks and shit. Um, but... Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just this one is just the, like just because it's not those two it's the last one okay okay do you know what i mean yeah all right Uh, sorry yeah no that's all right um yeah but this i don't know i also think this is the one where there's the most kind of dead air if that makes sense Uh, what do you mean explain on that like there's long periods of time in this where not a lot happens. Okay, okay, I get, I get you. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yep, yep. Th- this one in particular it can be a bit of a grind <laughs> sometimes when you're doing a rewatch of the original three, for me, anyway. Okay. I, yeah, I honestly didn't feel that way. I started watching it and I'm like, I sort of feel like it moves along at a pretty good pace, but I don't know, maybe compared to the other two it doesn't. It's been a while since I've watched them. It's just, yeah, it's when I've like done like, rewatched it and then rewatched it again. Like, I'm always just, like, getting amped up to get to Empire. That makes sense? Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah. Like, it's not a bad movie by any fucking means. Like, I still fucking love it. But, yeah. I think... I might be spitballing here, but I think a big part of that might also be... Considering how important it is to the overall story, this has the least amount of Jedi and Force-related things in it. Yeah, they really barely touch on it. Like, and it's, it, it, like as a something that like even though a lot of this stuff in this series draws from other inspirations I like that's sort of like something so unique to Star Wars and like kind of like the Jedi Order and the Sith mm. and stuff is just so when it's not forefront I guess it does kind of like think, oh man I miss the Jedi stuff there's a bit where I was watching it today where like Obi-Wan mentions like the old Republic and the thousand years of Jedi traditions. And Luke's just like, I don't care about that. What? <laughs> like, he's just fucking hand waves it away. And I'm just like, yeah, but Which I'm like, I, surely yeah, that's I know interesting we'll get there to in you. Due time, but it's part of why I love the prequels. Yeah. Despite, and I, I kind of want to color too much of Tim's opinion ahead of time, but compared to a lot of people, I, I actually quite like them. Oh, did we have to give these a number score by the way, Tim? Is that what we're doing? Or we just talked about them? I mean, you don't have to. I I have. Okay, but it's up to you. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I 
I feel weird numbering these these ones. They're just they're all too <laughs> special to me. That's what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's roughly what I think without getting into too many details. I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool, yeah. man. Uh, Paley, tell us your thoughts on this movie. Um. Okay, I'll do my best. It's um, right? All right. <laughs> but, uh, let me set the scene. I'm like probably 11 years old. The end of end of the school year when no one's really mm. doing a whole lot. I'm like whatever. It is fifth grade. This is I'm back in 1943, right? Yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah. Cool. Um. It's in black and white. Paley's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a te- like the teacher put on. Star Wars, and I'd never seen it before at this point, and I was sort of sitting in the classroom, and that opening scene on Leia's ship, and all of a sudden, mm. like, there's got these guys lined up in the hallway, and stormtroopers busting in, and there's laser fire and shit's happening, and it's all action, and I'm like, this is fucking cool as shit. Like, I'd seen action movies and stuff at that time, I'd seen Predator at that point, like, it's not like I was a stranger to action movies, I'm like, this is pretty badass, and then I, you know... And then I didn't get to see the end of it because this boy's school day ended. And I don't know when I actually got to see the whole thing all the way through, but I'm like, it made a pretty good impression on her. I mean, I was 11 years old. Like, what 11-year-old isn't going to think that's cool? Yeah. And then, I don't know, it's just, it's, I like, at, at the same time, I'm playing Warhammer and stuff. Like, science fiction's a big part of what I'm into. And it just hit all the right boxes. And it's just such a fun action adventure. It it took me back to sort of simple action, sort of like adventure movies like Jason and the Argonauts or Jack the Giant Killer, which are like dated as fuck. They're like 30s movies. Yep. And, you know, claymation and skeletons and stuff like that. But it's, you know, it's all pretty, pretty practical model effects and stuff. And it's just everything about it, like the tone of it, the... The way it was made, um, what was happening, there was nothing too deep about it, but I guess, you know, when you're a kid, you don't care about insightful political commentary or something being in your movies or anything like that. Or Nuance. Yeah. I just want to see laser swords and space fights and shit. And I think a big part of why I love the franchise is probably nostalgia, but it's just generally a good fucking movie. Just comfort food for me. So, did you rewatch it for this episode? Uh, I mean, I had about twenty minutes to go. <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> sleep. But, uh, That's okay. fine. Rewatching it now, do you still feel the same way? Like, do you still think it holds up and is still a good movie as what you remembered? I was trying to look at it with a with a critical eye just for this because I've I've never sat down and really gone like, okay, what are the the pros and cons of this movie? <laughs> yeah, and. Um, I mean, I just, I just generally just sat there and enjoyed enjoyed the movie. Like yeah. it's a movie I can, like, it's like it, it's what I said to you earlier today. Like it's like you watching Jaws. Like, yeah, you can basically quote the movie. You know every scene. It's no moon. But I'm not gonna sit there. Like, I didn't touch my phone. I didn't do anything. I was just, I just sat there, and watched my movie, and enjoyed it. And yeah, okay. There's, it's not, it's not perfect. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say there's nothing wrong with it, but um, I just, I 
even though I didn't watch the last little bit because I sort of felt like I needed to go to bed, mm-hmm. which had nothing to do with the movie. In fact, it was midnight and my kids suck and wake me up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought here. What was your original question? <laughs> Did I watch it? I watched most of it. <laughs> <laughs> do you still think it holds up, basically? Yes. Yeah? It holds up completely for a movie that is now, you know, where it is 50 years old. Or 43 years old. Shit, that is right. Well. Wow. <laughs> sure. 40, yeah, yeah. It's an old movie. Wow, that's kind of blown my mind now. <laughs> the 70s was... <laughs> is almost 50 years old. Fun fact, the, the time period between this movie coming out and episode one coming out is the same time period as episode one to now. Oh, really? Uh, episode one's like a halfway point, like 20-something years ago. Huh, there you it's go. Fine. Don't okay. fact check me on that. I read that on like Reddit or Imager or something. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded right. <laughs> okay, that so I guess I'll... Like 99, I think, 98, 99. Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. That's crazy. Um, so, so for me, coming in for the first time... Yeah, Tim, what do you uh, think? As, as I don't know. I think this is the first time I've seen it in full anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I honestly don't know if I've seen it before. If I did, I've obviously forgotten. You'd know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so, so when the credits start, obviously it has that that theme. Just hit you in the face and it's fucking awesome. And then it's I, I completely forgot about the writing that goes up on the screen. I'll admit, man, I had to pause that a few times to catch up on the reading because I'm slow. Um, <laughs> Star? Yeah. Why was me. <laughs> no, I just, I wanted to take it in. I wanted to try and understand the story as much as possible. And i got to admit, like, when I was reading it and it was, like, saying stuff like, they have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. I started laughing and I'm thinking of Zerg from Toy Story. Um, <laughs> a little bit. So, and, and it just it dawned on me like how inspirational this movie really is to so many other things out there. And and we'll get to that in a second. But then after the, the credits or whatever you want to call it, the opening title it's sequence. The, op- the opening crawl is essentially what it's referred to opening crawl i like that it's cool um okay so once that's gone then the ships come in and i I was speaking to a friend of ours um ben x x um horror guy and he said to me he's like you gotta you you gotta remember like um this was made back in the 70s so obviously the effects aren't gonna be as as good as they are now and i looked at him and said man my favorite movie is Jaws. I defend that movie all the time. Um, when the ships came in in Star Wars, like right at the start, holy shit! These that that fucking blew me away, man. Like honestly, the effects for this. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the effects, but the effects at the start are so fucking well done. It was like it's incredible. Like for, for a nineteen, what would you say, forty-three year old movie? Um, it looks better than half the shit that comes out nowadays. Yeah, yeah, and I know you like to suck the dick of practical effects, but like it's it's, it's guys with models and these slow-moving cameras, and they, they pioneered a bunch of shit. And there's a reason it won Oscars for this shit. Like, it wasn't winning Oscars for best acting, although Alec Guinness got a, a nod for supporting actor. Mm. But, like, it's these technical things is where it really kicked everyone's ass. 
Also, yeah. I don't think Tim knows about the reworks and which bits that would be. Yeah, see, that's... Like, what? if you... Because there's things added to it. It's why, it's why I said we should watch it on Disney+, Plus. so we're all watching the same version, because yeah. finding the, yep. the different versions without the added shit, and we'll get to that we'll at some that. point, obviously, but um, if you try to ignore that stuff and just focus on the things that would sort of look like they should have been there... Um, it 100% holds up. Um, even mm. the stuff that they obviously couldn't do with models, like the laser shots, don't they don't look yeah. shit. Look decent. No, they they look real. Like it's actually there. And like, okay, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. There yep. are added. I'm guessing there. This is what you're talking about. The added CGI effects. Yes. Yeah. They there's, stand there's out one. like. Fuck. They stand out like dog balls, and they ruined. They kind of ruined it for me. I was like, why yeah. did they do that? It they looks do. fucking horrible. And, and I don't know when you want to sort of get to it, but I actually think part one of them, not only does it look shit, but it actually, I think it feel like it ruins the movie from a narrative standpoint as well. Yeah. The, the jab a bit? The jab a bit. I think, yes. Fuck the jab a bit. I think, I guess mild spoilers for Tim going forward, I felt like the best part of Jabba is you don't meet Jabba till the third, like the sixth movie, I guess, or the third one, yep. like if you're watching this trilogy. Like having that interaction, I think, takes away from his sort of menace. It? A little bit for Tim. Yeah, I guess. So that whole scene is a cut scene. So, sorry, the, the, the scene where Han Solo is walking with Jabba. Yeah. Well, whatever so, Jabba's doing crawling. Originally, Jabba was just this fucking dude. He wasn't like the big worm. It wasn't like a, a hut wasn't a hut back then. Um, so it was just this dude. So they had to do all that weird CGI on top of this person and then when he crosses over they like digitally move him like he's walking over his tail well doesn't he tread so, on his so, tail so, at one point is that a yeah he treads on his tail yeah. but they like digitally move <laughs> on. Well, so, so, sorry 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 yeah so i'm i'm <laughs> i'm struggling to understand so the original sorry. movie was Han- was that scene ever in it like no, Han Solo no. Was the walking- scene the scene wasn't in it but they obviously so showed they the only scene him as they only referred to jabba by name yeah yeah, so... Okay, okay I'm following. And because that scene wasn't in there, so that's why they've got the footage of, of Harrison Ford. They didn't, like, you know, have to age him down or whatever, like, and reshoot yeah. it. But they've, com- you know, basically composited a jabber over the top of the person he was talking to. Okay. And it's also got a character in there who's just fucking hanging around um, that isn't mentioned that I don't want to spoil for later if you didn't notice him. <laughs> Yeah, but it's pure fan service, to be honest. Yeah, it's fucking completely pointless. But Is yeah. it Boba Fett? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I saw him. Dead Set basically like, fucking looks at the camera. He's <laughs> <It's> like, wink. <laughs> I mean, it's so in my was, helmet, was, you was... can't see it, but I wink it. <laughs> you can hear it. <laughs> was he in it, like, originally, or was he no. added? He, he, shows he up first appeared movie, during the Christmas special. Oh, really? So he wasn't. Yeah. he didn't first appear in any of the movies? His first movie appearance was Jedi. I mean, uh, Empire, sorry. Which, is that the next one? The next one, yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it true that he's only, like, in it for, like, two seconds? Uh, Sorry, you cut out for a sec. Across the two movies, he doesn't... He doesn't have a lot of scenes, I guess, is is what you're asking. Uh, Okay, okay. We'll we'll save that for next week, um... Okay. Getting ahead of myself. So yeah, yeah. Th- that scene yeah, with Han Solo walking with Jabba, like 
Okay, now knowing that it wasn't in, I was so watching it. I was let there. down. I was like, "That's CGI. That looks fucking horrible. Why didn't they just keep the practical effects?" Yeah. But now and knowing that he wasn't in it, okay, it's a bit better. I don't yeah. know every scene that they added, but there's. I think the stormtroopers okay. in the desert with one of the little things they're yeah. on. All the all the animals and stuff in Moss Eisley were all just added for no reason. Yeah. And the ships taking off and that kind of stuff. Um, the other thing that they changed that everyone was mad about was the Han and Greedo scene. Yeah. If you've no, heard the, the Han shoots first thing. If you've seen yeah, Clerks, you've heard about. Yeah. Is it Clerks? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's not. It's Jan Bob's right back. Reasons. Oh. <laughs> it might be the worst idea since Greedo shooting first. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you explain that to me? Because I don't get it. What's the go with that? Uh, in the initial release, when they're having their little powwow, Han just yeah. flat out shoots him. He just fucking shoots him. He just mur- he just absolutely murders him. He's like, fuck you. And uh, the way I heard it was that Lucas thought that that made this basically hero character look too callous and evil. So they have Greedo shoot and miss, and then he's defending himself rather than just shooting yeah. and killing the guy. <laughs> Okay. So, but like, which is complete nonsense. Like, for a start, like, how does he miss? Because he misses by a fucking mile. Yeah. <laughs> Stormtrooper screaming and training school. I think having Rahan be so ruthless is actually better for his character than anything. It gives him a fucking arc. He goes from being this like ruthless scoundrel who like is just out for himself. He he plays that character the whole movie for the rest of the movie. Like, up until the point where he comes back. Yeah, and, it, makes, it makes that yeah. return more fulfilling, I guess. Yeah, it, it's 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 better. Because, you, I don't know. But yeah, so I, it kind of undercuts all that bullshit. Mm. But okay. yeah, that's why, that's why everyone got so mad about it. Okay, that makes sense. This is why I like doing the show, because you guys explain shit to me. I'm learning so much right now. It's awesome. Mm. Um... So go, going back to my, my thoughts on watching the movie, sure. um, the effects are fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah. The the let me rephrase that the 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 effects that were made the original at the times yes blew me away fucking awesome. Um, watching the movie, okay, okay. It, I was intrigued the whole time the whole runtime through because it goes like you know two hours whatever it is. I, I was intrigued yet I wasn't blown away. You know, I kept thinking in my head, maybe I'll hype this up for myself because it's like known as like the best franchise and the best movie and all that stuff. I wasn't really blown away, um, but because I watched this a few nights ago and the movie just kept playing in my head. Like there were various scenes that just kept coming into my head. Um, for example, like Luke's uncle and Arnie. That scene was <laughs> fucking my jaw hit the floor. Like I watched, so crispy. I, watched, I watched, I watch horror movies like a motherfucker. That scene was like, holy shit! I did not expect that. Uh, it was dark. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't. Yeah, didn't shy away from the the brutality yeah. of the Empire. I guess like they're like, we're not sugarcoating these. These guys are the bad guys. Yeah. Also, Although, I, yeah. Sorry. I was gonna say there is a there is a bit where they talk about like the the precision of the stormtroopers that I always fucking laugh my ass off at. Yeah, to the point where it's become a meme. That 
about how bad well, they, they, they can't anyway. shoot. They can't hit anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that meme, but watching the movie, I was like, well, they're not as bad as I thought. Does he it get worse? I'm guessing. <laughs> Sorry. He says it when they take down, they take out the Jawas and stuff. It's like, oh, <laughs> this wasn't the Sand People. <laughs> Only Stormtroopers <laughs> would be this precise. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I, I, get, I get what you're saying. And they proceed to not hit anything for the rest um, of the movie. Yeah. That, sorry, that, that, that scene where Luke sees his uncle and auntie, uh, uh, their, their remains, sorry. I, I, while I was shocked and I was like, fuck, that's dark. I was kind of like a little let down by Luke's reaction. His face was just looking at her like, oh, dang, they got him. It's like, there wasn't really, it wasn't really heartfelt. Like if I saw the people that raised me dead on the floor, burnt, I'd be like, I'd be in a, a mess. So I was a little let down by his reaction, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I don't. Know, I guess it's probably a point you're going to bring up, but I think it's it's part of having unknowns in these roles. Like, I don't think anyone's as good as they all went on to be. Um, there's a mm-hmm. reason that you know Lucas cast all these basically unknowns, and it does work because then he casts someone like Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing, who then like. Elevate. Elevate. <laughs> because, I mean, you have this guy who's got chops who's then their mentor, and I kind of think that that, does, that helps sell that, that role as well. But yep. yeah, performance-wise, it's, it's probably one of the things that lets it down. Um, it's not, like, they're not awful actors, but I guess... It's really <laughs> early Hamill. Yeah. Honestly, that's, that's actually my next note, I was going to say. Um I, I admit, I, I did like this film. I did like it, but it's not as perfect as, as people make it out to be. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to be the one to say it, but yeah, the acting is a little wooden, and it's mainly from Mark Hamill. Uh, it's it, and it's not it's yeah. not a, it's not really a thing that like it's not a bad thing if that makes sense. Like you you know when you watch a movie and the acting's that bad that it takes you out of the movie. This is different. Like <laughs> episode two, you can you can look past it. <laughs> what did what, you say? Sorry, I just had something in my throat. It's okay. No. Um, Was it sand? Yeah, it's so coarse. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, Hamill Hamill progressively gets better, and then he's the Joker eventually. So, mm-hmm. um, and then he was Chucky. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, look, he's not great in in this. I think I th- really think it's one of his first roles it's like watching like, the first couple of harry potters and then you look at like the range that, that radcliffe and emma watson and that have now yeah i mean it's fine for what it was when they were 11 years old and you know their first roles and stuff like that but you can see like just how much progress they make and i think mm. this is sort of the same it's you know i'm not watching it like, oh my fucking god like learn to act champ mm. but it's like you're not selling a lot of this. Nah, and I, I think, like, a lot of the attitude on set was this is just another fucking dumb sci-fi movie. No one like, thought it was going to do as well as it was. It opened in 40 oh, really? theatres, and then then it ended up playing in some of those theatres for a year. Yeah, like, oh, I remember, wow. like, hearing podcasts and stuff with Hamill, and Guinness would just be like, just fucking read the lines, say the thing, and get your fucking paycheck, and move on. There's a reason wow. Spielberg and, and Lucas traded off movie profits. Like, it's like 2.5% on, on Star Wars and whatever the movie he did after, um, Spielberg did after Jaws. 
I forget what it's called. American Graffiti? No, it's Lucas. No, that was Lucas. Um, close Encounters of the Third Kind. It, it wasn't Close Encounters, it was something else. Fucking kept the toy rights, though. Smart, yeah, yeah, smart, he did. Smart. He made some great decisions. You know, like, <laughs> like, he never thought it was going to do well, and Spielberg's like, nah, buddy, I don't think you realise what you got here. Wow. That's crazy, man. Knocked Jaws off the highest grossing for a minute there. Did it? Yeah, it, um... That, that's why I think those two movies are. It's funny that like because you love it so much and how sort of some of the parallels between them, not just mm. you know the same composer, but the friendship between the two directors and then and mm. sort of the ongoing just and Spielberg had influence on stuff that Lucas was doing. I think he recommended people. I think he might have recommended John Williams. Um, oh, okay, and that, like just those two like they're the first blockbusters, like literally lining up around the block. Yeah, and it's funny so I was reading some reviews where they were budget like, and box office. So the budget was eleven million for Star Wars. Yep, for this one. Yep, and then the box office was seven hundred and seventy-five point eight million. Whoa, fuck me! So it made a couple of pennies. Wow, that is impressive. Mm. So it got it, they kind of both got flack for like or like the taking like smart cinema and dumbing it down to sharks and space lasers but it's like a lot of people give them sort of props like no you've just taken like movies back to just being fucking fun yeah 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 yeah. um i i do (laughs) talking about like the bad part of of star wars the, the the worst thing that this movie did for me is is give me a realization of something that i never really wanted to admit um, and it comes to a movie called Willow, which is one of my all-time favorite movies ever, which is directed by, um, oh, what's his fucking name? Ron... Howard? Ron Howard, and written by George Lucas. And, like, obviously, as I said before, Willow is, like, one of my all-time favorite movies. I fucking love that movie. I know it back to front. And watching this movie, it, I, I've realized that Willow is a complete fucking ripoff of Star Wars. Like, there's so much similarities. Like, the characters all kind of have the same tropes. The The story is very, very similar. And it kind of just let me down. I was like, oh. And, and people oh. say that it's a ripoff of, like, old... It's Kurosawa films. Like, yeah, things like that. Like and like a lot of stuff from Dune. Like, Frank Herbert came out and was just like, we can't, like, when they made the Dune movies, like, fucking Star Wars took all the best parts of Dune. Yeah. And um, <laughs> all, all those, like, oh, it's the... The French, the Valerian, the original Valerian series, like the French comics, took a lot of stuff from that too. Hmm. He wanted so, to make Flash Gordon and couldn't get the rights. So yeah. he's like, fuck it, I'll make my own space fucking cool movie or whatever. <laughs> Jack and Hookers. <laughs> wow. Alright, so with all that being said, everyone knows my thoughts on this movie. I think it's a really, really good movie. Sure. A great movie even. And we'll get to my score. Actually, I might as well say my score now. Um, the the way the way I did my score, I wanted to be fair. I broke it up into ten different parts: so acting, story, effects, cinematography, writing, score, um, set designs, effectiveness, rewatchability, and enjoyment. Okay. And I gave them all a, a score out of ten, and then it came to a, a big score at the end. Can and we hit eight? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go through it. Yeah. So. Acting first, uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. It's just Mark Hamill just didn't deliver as much as... 
much as he That's could fair. have. Story, uh, story is a nine out of ten. There mm. was just a few points where I'm like, "What? what where's this going?" And I guess we'll get to that, like in the sequels. Um, yeah. Effects, ten out of ten, perfect. Thought, thought they were fucking phenomenal. Mm. Cinematography is a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Writing is a ten out of ten. Uh, nice. As is the score. I mean, we, we talked about it at the start of this episode. The how iconic the theme is. Uh, yes. Set designs as well as a ten out of ten. Dang. Uh, effectiveness. Now this is usually I do this for horror films, and I usually have scares or how much a movie scares you and affects you. In this case, how much did Star Wars not- scare you? <laughs> All those bad CGI effects. Oh. Um, the effectiveness, like how much did how how effective was this movie? And obviously, it worked well. So I gave it a ten out of ten. Rewatchability for me, it's a seven out of ten. And enjoyment, it's a seven out of ten. All up, that adds to an eighty-nine out of a hundred, and so it's an eight point nine out of ten for me. Nice, yeah, that's pretty good. So, well, that, so that, yeah, originally that, I was like, how was IMDb as well, which is kind of fun. It's like eight point eight point nine or something like that. The 8.6, I think it yeah. is. No, is it? I thought I, I might have read it wrong. Ready upside Yes, 8.6 <laughs> out of 10. I, I got it in front of me. So. No, yeah, it is a 8.6. Also, yeah, my okay. would also make it a 9.8. I just saw that joke. Sorry. He was doing those like, upside down fucking sit-ups that you always doing. Reason of course, didn't, of course we're in Australia, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> probably more British than in it. I should have left the unit off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Okay, so... so we, we all know <laughs> how we feel about this movie. <laughs> That's better. Um, but I have some questions, and I'm hoping you guys can answer these questions. I don't know. Hang on. Um, Are we allowed to touch on things? Yeah, yeah I touch you. Right. First of all, I want to give my score. Say no strip club. Oh, and sorry, man. Sorry, I didn't know you had a score. No, I'm, I'm happy to put a number on it. I give it a nine. Like, I'm not going to oh, give it a okay. ten, so it's a perfect movie. Um, because, yeah, you're right. Some of the acting does let it down, and... As much as the story and the world that was written and created is great, there's not yeah. a lot of depth to the story, at least in yeah. this one. So, yeah. Also, Chewie doesn't get a medal. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my <laughs> questions, actually. <laughs> but one of the things you touched on was the set design, and I think this is actually an interesting point because the the concept artists that came up with like all these things and they went out and built fucking suits for all these aliens like that cantina scene yeah it's great it's like a fucking so much it's, stuff. it's a cowboy movie in space yeah you walk in you, know, you bust through the saloon doors and there's just sort of shit going on everywhere spaceman unsavory devil, everybody characters and <laughs> every, but like they don't focus on it it's like look at all this stuff in the background it's just there it's it just gives you this sense that this is a real place with real people slash aliens and then the story sort of flesh out on. later but yeah and one of the things that he, he Lucas had in his set design that I read today was that he was all about a used future. None of this shiny and chrome sort of... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, thing. Like, everything looks like fucking shit and dinged up and used. And um, and it's something that was then taken from other directors for stuff like Aliens and Terminator. And, like, you know, this isn't all, like proton pills and jets and shit it's mm-hmm. it's pretty grim in a lot of places and nothing looks like it should work and I think the set design really elevates so much and because like, of the mm. budget I was reading the dudes were just like buying scrap metal and building shit 
and just... Well, there's so many bin droids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they look like they fucking raided the cafeteria and stuck legs on it. It's great. <laughs> and, I like... Yeah, because yeah. you brought up the set design, I thought that was some interesting stuff, like... Yeah, like, so that just makes the tone me... that he set for the future was was, was brilliant. Like in the that just makes me like scene. it even more. Uh, there shouldn't be any blood because it technically would have cauterized the wound because how lifesavers work. But that's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of this was like a you know not established canon. Um, actually, <laughs> Lucas, uh, how you would do it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a nine out of ten. That's that's. Kind of shocking, honestly. I thought this would be a 10 for you. But I respect you. I think you should try to be critical. Like, I ain't, don't get me wrong. Like, I fucking love it. And there's a lot of nostalgia attached to it. And oh. <laughs> there's a reason they, like, archive this thing. is culturally significant. Like, it was... It defined a lot of cinema and changed the sort of... It, it fully changed movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's all I got. Nice, man. Nice. Uh, okay, so questions I have, unless you want to chime in with something, Luf. Nah, well, maybe. <laughs> like, I thought it was funny, only because I just watched Wonder Woman 84, where it was like, oh yeah, this dude's like the best pilot in like our shitty desert planet. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps on an X-Wing and just is sick ass. <laughs> He just so, figures it out real quick. <laughs> Weren't they saying he's like the best pilot? Yeah, but like, <laughs> not of X wings, and also like never fought in the military or anything like that. <laughs> what? That was the other thing I always think of. Like, he goes from farm boy to guy who's literally taken lives pretty yep. quick. Like, yeah, it's like Captain Stormtroopers, and he's just like, there's like, really a lot of emotional upheaval behind that. Like, how like. Uh, <laughs> Kenobi trains him in the force and stuff where it's like every other fucking time there's a force sensitive person they're like can't train him because of this and they're just like here you go have some fucking force training (laughs) cheers cunt I think a lot of that comes from like they made a movie and then as they expanded on things yeah I I know they contradicted themselves in a few places yeah it's just funny watching it back also you can't play by the same rules of like what the Jedi Order was and what it is now, which is like, at this point, one dude. Also, personally, I felt like if you got Kenobi a crate in that lightsaber fight, he would have won. But <laughs> <laughs> that'll be funnier later, Tim. <laughs> um, okay, so so questions I have with this movie, and first question, I haven't edited these questions. Are these questions I wrote down as I was watching the movie? Sure. So I have. Uh, I have answers to one of them, the first one anyway. Uh, at the first, like, opening, we see C-3PO and RTD2 and another fucking droid. What, what happened to that other silver droid? Those protocol droids just crop up all the time. Yeah. They're just- there was heaps on the Death Star when you go back there and stuff too. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is a random droid that we never know of. Yeah. Yeah, okay, there's, cool. there's droids all throughout these movies. They're not all important. Yeah. Right, okay. And uh, my follow-up question to that, which was answered in the movie, so no need to answer it, was what are the robots? Are they pets or slaves or whatever? And you find out later, so... They're tools. 
Yeah, like most fighter pilots, at least the X-Wings, have an R2 unit. Or not necessarily R2, because some of them are for... Like that, those astro droids, essentially. I had to look it mm-hmm. up, because I was like, what the fuck does R2 actually... Like, what's his main deal? <laughs> and yeah, like, he's a navigational droid. And like... Like navigation they, mechanics, all sorts of shit. For the, like I don't for think it's a spoiler. They show up in a later movie, like in a space fight. They get out on the outside of the ship and start fixing shit. Like they, they're just tools. They serve purpose. Yeah. Which like, movie was that? I, I remember that for scene. Protocol and etiquette and translating shit. You can speak like yeah. a bajillion languages or whatever. Huh? What what, what movie is that where they get out and fix the plane? Episode one. That's right. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay. Uh, all right, next question. Um, mm-hmm. Luffy alluded to it later. Uh, he asked it before. Why doesn't... Right what? at the end. And this, <laughs> honestly, I have not... I, uh, this is questions I have written when I was watching the movie. Right at the okay. end, why doesn't Chewie get a medal? Why doesn't Chewie get a medal? Because they're fucking yeah. racist or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a but fucking travesty. It, like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't they give him a medal as well? He helped. And he like he looks like if you you're watching it, he's like making heaps of noise at the end. I think he's complaining and calling him out. <laughs> That's what I like to think. He's like, fuck y'all. Um Okay, next question. Grand I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, so correct me. Grand Moff Tarkin. That's Peter Cushion's character. Yeah, smashed it. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is he so? I'm 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 confused. Is he the it's, leader it or is, is Darth Vader? It's uh, who's, not really who's, explained who's the, as a rank. Who's the big bad? The emperor is the big bad, essentially. Yeah. So and who's they, the emperor? He you'll, shows up. Later. You'll meet him later. Okay, so it's not Vader. No. No. It's it's okay. not really clear about who reports to who in the sort of Tarkin. So the thing is, like, they've accredited an empire, and the empire has a, a essentially yeah, would have a bureaucracy. Whereas, so the, the, the Grand Moff's basically a general, right? It seems that way. So he's like the head of the military, whereas Vader is <laughs> the head dude him. behind this. I don't know, like he's like. I his, thought Vader the, was like the apprentice. Big he's essentially the emperor's right hand man. But yeah, not, but he has no sort of, I guess, authority. Authority, de- governmental position. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, if you like government stuff, we'll get into that hard in a couple movies. But yeah. um, <laughs> if you really love, we can get really deep into policy then. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think they both just are like they're they're on the same team, but they're like I don't think one has authority over the other. If that makes sense. They serve they serve different roles, I guess. Like Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he and and correct me if I'm wrong, but Grand Moff died in the um Death Death Star blast? Yes. Yes, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Alright, um this next question it was answered to me by by um a good friend of this of the show, um Tomo, who's my boss. I asked him because he's a fan of Star Wars and he yeah. answered it for me. Sounds but I like want to hear what you guys have to say. And this is the question, one of the main questions I have with the movie is the battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Uh, firstly, what happened to Obi-Wan and why did 
Why did he let Vader kill him? Um, because in death he will become back more powerful. <laughs> I, the way I've always thought of it is that he sacrifices himself because while he's there, locked in this epic struggle, Luke's not leaving, and the most important thing is to get Leia and those plans out of there. Yeah. Um. So by letting Vader kill him, Luke fires off a few shots and then just gets in the gets in the boat. Whereas, you know, if they stay there, like those troopers turn around, like, "Oi, what are you doing?" Then so, fire so, around. So wait, them. Wait. Because Luke's a little bitch and wouldn't leave, he killed himself. Pretty, he sacrificed himself like it was. for the for the better of the greater good. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, fine. But okay, what happened? What like? Where did he go? He just disappeared. What the fuck? <laughs> That's explained later. He'll come back I don't later. I don't want to spoil anything. He definitely doesn't go somewhere at the end of some series to learn how to do a thing. <laughs> okay, so should I just leave it right now and wait? Till... Just, just leave it. Just leave okay. it. All right, as long as it's explained. Like, I don't want to get an argument and have some big blue over it, so... <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so last question. This is probably the most important question I have. And if you guys can't answer this question, I'm going to be really fucking angry. Chewy, Chewbacca. Um, I believe it's like a dog dick. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I guess it comes out. How did you know? I don't know if he knots people, (laughs) but yeah, I guess so. I'd assume so. How did you know I was going to ask that question? Oh, was that legit? Yeah, does Chewy? I've got it written here. Does Chewy have a normal dick or like a red rocket, like a dog? I would, yeah, I would assume a red rocket. Or whatever. What do bear dicks look like? It's kind of bearish. Bear, bears are technically canines, so don't you they? I'm pretty sure that's right. So I they you reckon a... dog dick or bear dick? I, mean, I think they're this one and the same. Wait, what, what's a bear dick look like? I don't know. I'm about to find out. Has sw- it got like thorns? I like swear they sort of share the same sort of family as as dogs. Oh, I guess I have to type in penis. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> you really sh- if you search, if you search bear dick, you're gonna like get some weird results. <laughs> oh, I found like this penis chart. Yeah, I got a penis chart too. Yeah, it's weird looking. Size mattered to ancient bear. Penis I hope no one searches my history. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of animal and then penis in my <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm curious. Okay. Never mind. Um, yeah, I'm just seeing a lot of, like, actual penis bones on the bear. So, I don't know if Chewie has a dick bone or what. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say dog. I'm going to say dog. Okay. I'm going to say so relative we... to his size, dog dick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Real Thank you for answering. <laughs> okay, so that's all the questions I had for Star Wars. So, so where do we go from here? Like, what's the next? Space. <laughs> Final Frontier. Thank you, thank you. What's That's the next okay. one? Is it Empire? Yeah, yep. Empire. Okay, all right. I'm I'm keen. After watching this, I'm I'm excited to to check out the next one. Fuck yeah! Because because I was a little disappointed that Yoda wasn't in this. I was like, what the fuck? Where's Yoda? Yoda's coming. Yoda's coming. He's he's in the next one, right? He's not. I don't have to wait till fucking Jedi. Do yeah, I? yeah. No, he's, he's in the next one. one. Okay, good. Are the Ewoks in the next one? No, no. Oh god damn it! You'll get there. Okay. Is this is this the next one was where Yoda uses him like a backpack? He uses mm, Luke like a backpack? No. 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 Luke uses Yoda like a backpack? Yes. 
run, 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 run. I can be your backpack while you run. <laughs> Which is the best fucking song ever. This is actually an interesting <laughs> point because you said you like don't really know a whole a lot about so I don't know if I asked this question on the podcast we don't talk about. But it was something that occurred to me, and I don't know if I ever asked you guys or anyone. Yeah. What what movie do you think you'd never seen but you knew heaps about just based on pop culture references? Like for me, it was The Princess Bride that I'd never saw until like last year. But I knew oh, really? so much about it just from like, you know, the Dread Pie Roberts and the Inigo Montoya stuff and you know, it was you know it so like melded into pop culture and memes and stuff that I'd seen that I like even without having seen the movie. I knew all these yeah. things about it. I'd, I'd say same, because I still haven't seen that. It's pretty fucking well. good, man. I, so, I would... Also, I think it probably fits the same... What? Hang on, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. It fits the same sort of um, theme as Star Wars, and it's just it's a good fucking adventure movie. But circling back, you've never seen fucking Predator. No, no, I've seen it now, but oh, I, Jesus, you, I knew a lot about it. You gave me a heart attack. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> no, I've seen Predator now. You only chucked a loof. <laughs> I think for me, <laughs> I think for me, I'm not going to say Star Wars because I don't know if I have Excellent. seen it before. But one movie that I definitely have not seen and I know a little bit about is Scarface. Oh, that's a good one. That's I, I think you like Scarface. Seen a lot of things about that, but never seen it. Well, I mean, the good thing about this podcast, to believe this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about this podcast is we have like so many franchises that I have never really bothered to really yeah let's really get into scarface into. and its sequels <laughs> but i mean I'm, I, I was thinking about it the other day i'm like there's so many possibilities we can go with this show obviously we're doing star wars now you want to do ninja turtles after this cowbunga after that i mean i've Wrong. never seen any of the back to the future films <gasps> um, <sighs> <sighs> my poor heart it can't <laughs> like, i this. barely have any respect for you as it is tim and then you can't say that <laughs> I was going to say we should do Lord of the Rings after. That was another one Ooh. that I... Because I, it's... I, I haven't seen them since the movies. I watched them at the start of COVID. We have and a Lord I'm, of the Rings meme chat with a few I've of the I've never boys. seen the um, extended great. cuts, so... i got to spare four days to kill, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we've got we've got a whole... Plus the Hobbit. Mm, yeah. That dumpster fire. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, that's it for um, uh, Star Wars. Uh, we're going to go into our next segment now, which is basically what we've been looking at. I don't have a name for this segment yet. Um, what pop hello and welcome to the consumer. Want to do it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> All right. Na- say it. Welcome. <laughs> hello and welcome to the consumerist corner. <laughs> that's cool. I like it. <laughs> Okay, basically, this is uh, what have it's you a show been about watching? What what <laughs> what have you? I can't remember what my old intro. Is <laughs> That's pretty on track. Yeah, the consumerist <laughs> corner. I like it. Uh, so, what have we been watching? That's relevant in pop culture. One hundred percent less better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that. Oh, sorry. Twenty percent. <laughs> Um, all right, so who wants to go first? What, what have you what, what have you checked out? That's that's pop culture. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, I watched all the Mandalorian. Yeah, me too. <laughs> is it as good as they say it is? Yes. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's the it's the fucking best thing to happen to Star Wars since these ones. 
So if I watch all these movies, which we're going to do, mm-hmm. can yeah. I watch The Mandalorian after that? Or do I have to watch like TV series to understand what's happening? You, you can supplement, but you do not need to. Yeah, okay. they're just they're just fun little fillers, and I wouldn't watch it until you've at least watched four, five, and six. Yeah, because chronologically, that's where it fits in, and it kind of yeah. kind of spoils parts of Clone Wars too, I guess, which is also a TV series. But yeah, yeah, some recurring like, characters. You can you can see that without I think. You don't okay. need to have seen the Clone Wars, but like, and like, it helps if you wanted to go back. You'd be like, oh, I know stuff now. Yeah. Okay, but cool. it, it's it's rad. It's really fucking good. Really good. I think it captured a lot of what made this movie that we just discussed great. Like it's, and it it's, made someone into an actual badass that I've been waiting to be badass for years. True, like Boba Fett. Someone, yeah. <laughs> like Yoda. <Maybe> uh, <laughs> there's some characters in this that I'm like great, great characters, but not necessarily the best acting. But it's still just like mm-hmm. it's the same sort of thing. It just fits nicely into this same universe. It doesn't necessarily waste a lot of time explaining stuff. It's just like fucking stuff's happening. Get on board. Pew, pew, pew. Laser swords, everything. Well, okay. Spoiler. Anyway, okay, cool. <laughs> it's fucking rad. Plus, I um, love Pedro Pascal. He's great. So good. Oh, I guess speaking of Pedro Pascal, I also watched uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh, do tell, because I've been hearing so many mixed thoughts about this oh, one. I've only heard that it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking garbage movie. So, Oh, really? Is it that I, bad? Okay, so I sort of enjoyed it when I was watching it, and then I thought about it for a bit, and it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't like it. Look, I never really have liked Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman don't think she particularly works for me personally i know people totally disagree um i just really think she's really wooden and kind of boring and like just feels like she's kind of phoning it in like jennifer lawrence and like x-men or something but um yeah i just didn't love it and then there's so many weird fucking story things that just make no sense um and then there's really bad cgi there's like yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I'm trying not to spoil anything for people who still want to watch it. Is this a prequel of the the previous one? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So it has nothing to do with the other one that came out? Uh, it's a sequel to that one. In that she's known someone for, like, a few hours and then is obsessed with them forever. Um... But yeah, I'm not following, right? So That's okay. I'm trying not to spoil it. DC is something that I'm not interested in in the slightest. I'm not a fan of Superman or Batman or anything like that. So I don't think I'll nah, ever man, watch man this. Either. It's not my wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm on my, on my, on my own here. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So the masses are correct. It is a bad movie. Wow. I think so. Um, yeah. Paley, you have a go. Uh, this is hard because a lot of the stuff I've watched you've already talked at length in Horror for Dummies um, oh. like cool. I watched The Call oh. it was mostly good until the end as you, got, you guys basically you covered it it was I thought it was a pretty great thriller until A the button scene after the credits and B 
you start thinking back and there's there's some inconsistencies. There's, like, I mean, it's time travel, but I thought it was actually a pretty fucking good movie. Um, uh, I rewatched Perks of Being a Wallflower not long ago. Oh, I need speaking to watch of, that. Uh, Don't spoil it. Speaking of Emma Watson having chops now, it's yeah. if you're into those sort of like John Everyone's Green. Everyone's told me that I love it. You know what? I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It seems like such a Luffy movie. Not Sorry, like okay. Sorry, yeah, sad loners, but Sorry to cut you off. What what is it? Perks of being a wallflower. It's like one of those sort of indie awkward guy meets manic pixie dream girl. But My favorite. Yeah, it's got <laughs> it's just got so much heart and the characters are all great and it's funny and there's great music and I I cry is every it- time I watch it and you know, movie or TV feelings. series? It's a movie. I want to check this out. It sounds like something I'd like. Possibly, man. Like, it's just a great character-driven movie. It touches a lot on some heavy issues. Where, where like do you watch this? Spontaneous with less explosions. It is on either oh. Stan or Netflix. Don't ask me which, because I had to look at both to find it, because I knew it was on one or the other. What, what's it out. called again? The Perks, perks of Being, of being a Wallflower. The Perks. I'm going to check this out. Oh, 2012? I thought it was Yeah, new. it's an old movie. No, it's, it's been around for a while, man. Netflix. Just, no. Oh, it's, it's got an ickle baby, Ezra. Yeah, Ezra, Ezra Miller is fucking phenomenal in it. So is Emma Watson. So is the guy that, the other, like, sort of main one of the Is trio. a wallflower. <laughs> Isn't Ezra, yeah, the, the wallflower dude. Yeah. Oh, Paul Rudd's in it. Yeah, actually, Rudd's character's fucking great, too, because he's the best. Yeah, Rudd is cool. Yes, the, like he's like the English teacher that, you know, helps him out. Right, stuff right. and I'll, I'll watch it and we'll, we'll talk about it fucking oh. next time. You know what? Yeah. If, oh. if you don't love it, Luffy, I, oh, we're very surprised. Tim, you can go yeah. away because you constantly surprise me with what I think you'd like and what you will. And I know, <laughs> I, but I know you've like, got an, like, an open mind about shit, so you could go either way, I guess. Is, is it going to make you cry? Made me cry. Okay, good. Twice. I'm, I'm definitely crying. <laughs> I'm all about crying. <laughs> if you can make me cry, you've done a good job. All right, Tim, what you got? Uh, okay, so I checked out um, on Disney Plus um, the new Pixar movie called Soul. Um, oh, you guys oh. heard about this? I've heard about this. I've, I've heard about this. You heard about this? You heard about this? <laughs> um, so the story is Joe is a middle school band Missed teacher you. whose life hasn't gone the way he expected. His true passion is jazz. And he's good. But when he travels to another realm to help someone find their passion, he soon discovers what it means to have a soul. So, um, Disney, Pixar movies, I'm going to be real here, man. They're probably my, like my second favorite genre behind horror. I just, I fucking love them. Um, That's a good mix. (laughs) (laughs) I have kids. I guess it works. Um, soul is like a combination of Coco and Inside Out. Except this oh, one is like a badly mutilated little Mexican. <laughs> the thing with Soul is, I'm just gonna ignore that. The thing with Soul is, um, this one is aimed at adults completely. I mean, like kids might have a fun time looking at the animations, but the the story is very uh, is aimed at adults. Basically, how's the soundtrack? Because there really my boy is one. Like, there's no songs. 
But mm. I mean, there's, there's music. Of course not. It's Trent Reznor. It's probably just a bunch of noises. Sean, <laughs> leave him alone. He's gone through a lot. You can um, hear it. <laughs> I mean, there, there, there's music, like there's jazz, but there's no like, there's no songs. You know, like yeah. Um, I don't know how Toy Story has like you got a friend that shit. Yeah, there's nothing I've like heard that. of songs. I know the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah lady. <laughs> deep, deep, deep in the ocean. Um, there's this movie is it's okay. Technically, it's fucking. It's really, really good. Like the animation is so good. The attention to detail in this in this movie is so well done. Like this is probably Pixar's most impressive looking film. Wow. The animation is so fucking spot on. Um, the the voice acting is really good. Jamie, fuck, I've forgotten his name now. Fuck. Um, he is a black guy whose name is Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox. Yes. I said um, Fox. <laughs> I didn't hear. Sorry. Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Oliver. Starring it. Um, Ooh, and yeah, it, it's, it's, Yes, he's in it. I didn't realize it was him until I searched it up. Um, but yeah, the, the voice oh, actor is Richard phenomenal. Aaron. He's also in The Mandalorian. I fucking love that guy. Who? <laughs> he comes back. So Richard, good. Anyway, Richard Aody. Yeah. Uh, the, the dude from the IT crowd. The, yes. He is... Yeah. He is... Um, you can tell straight away it's him. You're yeah, like, ah, oh, I know that guy. I know that voice. Actually, yeah. fun fact: there's heaps of cool comedian cameos in the Mandalorian. So many, so that, many people. Really, in that he's in the Mandalorian. Brian. That's weird. Uh, he's just a, what's his name? Clancy Bri- Brown's in the Mandalorian too. Brian Posehn's in like the first episode. What? Um, Amy Sedeckis. Yeah. Bill Burr. Oh, she's so good. Yeah. I know Sasha Banks, the WWE wrestler, is in it. Oh, also uh, Gina Carrera. That's, that's the one who. Love the character, can't act. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, but she's that cool as sense. fuck. I fucking Bad hate Sasha Banks, so talk shit about her. Okay. Gina Carrera, like the girl from Spy Kids. Um, the, hot, the hot MILF. I'm trying to... Th- no? No? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm think. thinking of something else. Anyway, back to Soul. Yep, sorry. Um, yeah, technically, it's it's fucking phenomenal. Really, really well done film. The, 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 the movie, the story, the message is very strong. You know, it's very aimed at adults, and there, there are scenes like it, it almost brought me to tears at one point. But it's 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 very it's not dark, but like yeah, it kind of like made my eyes widen. Like holy shit, this is yeah, full on for an animation movie. Um, okay. But the message is very strong, and at times can be a bit jarring. If that makes sense, um, it can be a little too strong at times. I like the film. Not too rough. I thought it was really good. I don't think I'm going to watch it again. You know, if I'm going to watch a Pixar movie, I'm going to put it on Coco or Inside Out for the umpteenth time. Um, okay. But this is a movie. Luffy, I reckon you should watch it. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. I got Haley, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you'd enjoy it. Maybe you would. I think, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, it comes in at like a seven or an eight around that area. Mm-hmm. It is a, an impressive movie. People are giving it tens, left, right, and center. For me personally, I, I just think the, the story can be a little all over the place at times. I did get the message it was trying to say, and it is very strong. Um, but yeah, yeah, give it a go if you like Disney Pixar stuff. Give it a go. It's well made. Let's say that. Ew. So that's Soul. Um, nice. All right. Anyone else can I talk anything? about comic books? 
yeah, if you want. Sure. Um, well, after watching like Wonder Woman, I decided to pick up a Wonder Woman comic. Uh, and I grabbed Wonder Woman Dead Earth. So it's a Wonder Woman story set in like an apocalyptic future where like, um, like all the nukes have gone off. Everybody's dead. There's some humans that survived, like a handful of them, but everyone else has kind of been mutated into these weird creature things. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking sick so far. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm about halfway through. But it's really, really good. If you like a good Wonder Woman story. She, like, finds Batman and, like, Wayne Manor and she, like, takes his fucking um, uh, utility belt and shit and has this massive fucking sword. No powers are kind of gimped. A little bit, which is always good when you have like those super OP um, characters like Wonder Woman and Superman and stuff like that. It makes it more, I don't know, that's there's more, liked, um, more stakes. That's why, that's why Logan was so good, and even parts of uh, the Wolverine. That's the Japan one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I mean, I'm not that into comics, so nothing really upset me by being wrong or anything, but I'm like, I just enjoyed there was some vulnerability to him finally. It's like, otherwise, yeah. what's the point? Exactly. There's got to be stakes. Like, and if it's like, oh, I can Quite fucking do anything. Fucking kicks ass and yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm um, Infinity War. Even more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, if if you like comics and you like Wonder Woman, I definitely recommend picking it up. I think it came out last year, so it's relatively new. And the art's pretty spectacular as well. Nice. But yeah, I think that is it for me. Paley, anything else? Um, no, I've just sort of been binge watching New Girl in between other stuff because I never watched I, it after it when it was sort of aired I, after season I, one. I started season three of Cobra Kai, but I'll talk about that next. Oh, time. I've actually finished off Cobra Kai too. <laughs> but we okay. can wait till you see the whole thing. That was my that was my last thing that was going to be said. Have you finished it? Fucking oath in one day. Yeah, me too. Okay, okay. <laughs> next next week, next week, or next All whatever. Right. I'll um, just I'll just leave it with this saying it's so fucking good. And fuck you, because I have to wait a whole goddamn year now to finish it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I I I'm thinking about rewatching all three seasons again. In all right, one day, oh, I fucking love it. Oh, that's so another got, cool uh, thing. We can, we can do the entire Karate Kid yeah. franchise. Yeah, if we want, we sure can. So we got twelve so minutes we'll, for we'll, a rambly we'll, outro. We refuse to do the Jackie Chan one. It's not yeah, part of the fuck that shit. Oh yeah, no, no. And no, I'm wait- I'm really waiting for him to bring the next Karate Kid into the into the Cobra Kai franchise. <laughs> it's the only one they haven't. I don't think they're going to. They should. Oh, I wonder if they will actually. Back right now. Yeah, swank oh, it up. That would be interesting. <laughs> interesting. Have you? Uh, Pele, I don't have you know how it would be cool. In Cobra I've Kai? finished it. I finished the whole thing. He's finished it. Oh, okay, 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 cool. All right, Thanks cool. for spoilers, though. <laughs> it's in the fucking trailers. Is it? I didn't fucking it's watch pretty, the trailers because I didn't want any fucking spoilers. <laughs> I said nothing. I'm fucking All right. Fight, <laughs> well, let's wrap this show up. Um, thank you guys for joining us on our debut episode of Kaboom! You have to say it like that if you say it. Ka- kaboom. That's fucking pitiful. You're horrible. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this show is going to be a, a fortnightly show every second week, uh, just like Horror for Dummies is, is now going to be also. Um, we've just got too much, and we all have kids, except Luffy. 
Oh, you might have some somewhere else. You might have some somewhere else. <laughs> well, I've got a fucking spare one. <laughs> so do I. You can uh, have all of them. Box or something I can throw it in. <laughs> you can have my one. She loves you. Um, anyway. <laughs> she really does. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys. Hit us up on the uh, the Facebook group page, Horror for Dummies. Uh, we also have a normal page that you can go and like. Uh, go listen to all our cool stuff, our best of the year episode, best and worst of the of the of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. uh, is out so now. That's doing really well. And uh, go and listen to our, what our favorite movies are. We have some good recommendations for you. Yeah, if you want um, to hear me give about thirteen things a seven, you'll, <laughs> you'll enjoy that one, right? I've been meaning to rank Horror for Dummies hosts by huggability. Oh, Spo- Spoiler alert, Ben is number oh. one. I haven't hugged Ben since February, and I'm actually legitimately going to cry about it. I mean, yeah, we, we have unsafely rubbed beards when we shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that now, too. <gasps> you got a beard? Oh, nice. Welcome to the beard like group. a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen anyway. me in the last six months, you dickhead. Next week on Horror for Dummies, we are we're coming back. Me and Luffy, you're Hulk welcome Bailey. to join us if you like. But we're going to be reviewing. <laughs> we're going to be. Ma- Paley's. I mean, not Paley. Luffy's making us go to the movies to see Monster Hunter, the new. Yeah, don't wear a mask to be a mad rebel. <laughs> if you're eating popcorn, it's fine. Yeah, I, that's. I'm. I'm. I wasn't going to get popcorn because I don't like popcorn. But I'm only. Getting I was just going to. So I don't have to wear a like, mask. Open the mask up and then pour it into the mask. <laughs> eat as I go. Eat it like a feed bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so join us for Horror for Dummies next week. We'll be reviewing Monster Hunter. No, wear um, your masks, dickheads. <laughs> yeah, wear your masks. <laughs> and to people in America, stop fighting with each other. Be, yeah, stop be kind. shooting each other. Stop stealing fucking yeah odiums. Yeah, Scott. Jesus, fuck, man. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Love you a long time. We'll catch you down the road. Say goodbye, Paley. Goodbye, Paley. Oh, you baby. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. A new home. A secret message deep inside of R2 And then he escapes to Tatooine A new home A new home On a moisture farm Where we meet Luke His uncle has much for him to do But he yearns for so much more Destiny is burning down his door He finally has a good reason to leave home For a new home A new home A new home Off to Mos Eisley A wretched hive of scum and villainy Make a deal With a smuggler pilot who's named Han And his ship can bring us out to Alderaan 